Oh, trendsetters, welcome to episode 686 of the Train Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Sorry, I'm doing two things at once, I shouldn't be. And you can follow my training at conavirus.com. Now, you guys just so happen to be tuning in and listening to One Happy Camper. That's right, I'm happy. The, my my running couldn't be going any better than it is at the moment. For the people that are just tuning in or haven't followed or really don't really give a crap, which I do not blame you. But for the last couple of years, I've been plagued with... The last few years, I've been plagued with Achilles injuries. Um, and I don't want to be dealing with this injury again. So I don't have... I, you know, I made it quite clear in... December, January, um, December. Um, I don't need to race in. I don't need to race in 2023. As long as I get this right, and I've been very, very slow progressing it. I've been, you know, get, get, to the point where I'm very um, focused on foot landing. Um, how, yeah, the arches of my foot. Um, every, just I haven't taken any shortcuts. Everything's been going perfect at this moment. Um, and um, it's been very. It haven't. It's been bloody a long process, but um, it doesn't. F- it, it's going nicely. Anyway, most of my runs, well, all my runs have walking in it still. Um, so I'm still very slowly progressing it. So, um, all runs have nine minutes of running one minute walking and then what happens within that nine minute running may change so for instance if it's an easy run it's probably about um 135 beats a minute thereabouts so it's pretty pretty easy going um if i'm feeling okay i'll let it go to 145 beats a minute so that's just sitting just under my lt1 um and then recently, I mean, I think I'm in my fourth week of it now. That where it's what I call controlled tempos. It's where I'll pick a loop um, and then I'll run up the hills at 300 watts using my stride power meter. And so um, my heart rate will go to like 150-ish beats a minute or thereabouts, and it's just just hovering. It, it's tempo, but it's pretty close to the threshold at this moment. Um, and things are going really, really well. Um, I feel completely injury-free, but I'm just not taking that. F- you know, I don't not taking that for any anything. I I, I still consider myself injured. <laughs> um, I'm still very, very slow progressing with this. But anyway, the other day I did this lactate um, run test, and it, it's been. Um, uh, f- a little while since I've done one, but and so I wanted new numbers, and so I'm doing this um, 1.5k loop, and each each loop I come to the boot of my car, I can pop the boot, take it, take some blood test, and write some numbers, and off I go. Do the other one, and and I'm doing it to heart rate, even. Uh, but, you know, it's been controlled by heart rate, but and I try and get as much metrics for each lap as I can. Um, but but my, and not only the 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 funny thing is, um, the strange thing is, the lactate readings were significantly lower than the last lot of lactate readings. But that's not surprising because I'm clearly 
getting more efficient at running than what I was last time. Um, but the uh, as I'm progressing, I'm I'm thinking, oh, surely this this lactate's going to jump any minute now, for surely. Yeah, and I'm getting to paces and heart rate that I'm uncomfortable with because I haven't gone past these paces probably for uh, a good two three years sort of thing it's since the Achilles injuries have started I've ha- always been worried to to push those paces and I'm thinking geez you know my heart rate sitting at 160 or 155 and thinking there's still no bump you're kidding I'm I'm uncomfortable to go to 160. I'm really worried about it. You know, I'm looking around. Can I can I find a hill to run up? To, to, at least that will make me feel, you know, a little bit safer. And uh, I thought, bugger it. Let, let, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling, you know, I could do 160 beats a minute. So I did 160 beats a minute. I'm thinking there's still no bump. And so my speeds are going going up, but um, but I feel very uncomfortable with increase with increasing that with um the the progression of that but it's it's a good it feels good to be able to get to this stage because it's you know we're talking about bloody december with this last in, in injury happened and i said at the time i it i don't i won't need to i don't won't race 2023 if i don't have to as long as i get this achilles injury right done dusted i won't have to talk about it ever again that's that's the goal and um so i've been very very careful with it and i i you know i have on my um program you know a rehab thing every day with it if i feel injury free but i still not not afraid to unclass myself as it at this stage but yeah but all my all my running still have that walking to into it and i'm hoping um see i'm what 40 i should should know this let me bring this up but the the goal is so i'm 42 weeks out from an ironman and so the goal is to be in 22 weeks time over the next 22 weeks time is to have myself fully prepared um physically and mentally but in particular physically ready for ironman training and so in the next 22 weeks i want to be running 20 miles most weeks that that's like 22 mile long runs in particular that's so i've still got a fair bit of time to get up there but anyway i am gibbering today's question comes from gregory who sends in all sorts of good questions and you too could be sending in all sorts of good questions to tim at trainsmooth.com and gregory writes some questions he's got two questions here i think um i've always heard and read one doesn't need need to hydrate if the session is under an hour my questions would uh are, would you advise an athlete to drink it on a session under an hour uh also do you have all right so that's the second question so uh, so to drink not to drink under an hour it's it's a tricky one in the sense where i'm not a big fan on drinking at poolside having a water bottle at poolside um which is funny because i um an athlete i coached it was down in tassie just um a week or two ago 
and um, I was swimming with her, and she actually had a water bottle there, and I, and I was going to say something, go, oi, no, drink, no drinking on poolside, but I, I got distracted on something, and I forget what it was, and so um, I, I never, never said anything, but I'm, I am not a fan of drinking um, to, to have water bottles on poolside, and I got that idea from... Um, uh, Brett Sutton in the day, he'd, he'd go around, got any drink bottles on at poolside, he'd get and throw them in the bin. And and at the time, I was taking a drink bottle to every swim and myself, and I thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. And, um, <laughs> and so I, I, I haven't done it for years, and um, I don't ever need a drink. But, but I, I'm, I'm generally not a fan only purely because and it's his theory is that I've stolen it from is we don't get the, if it becomes a habit to be taking you know taking a hit off that bottle in between intervals you know oh yeah 20 second rest let me get the bottle I'll take a hit <sighs> gotta keep hydrated and then but we don't get that opportunity in a race and so um, it just makes sense to me I'm, I'm sure um the the science sports science would completely disagree with that but i'm just personally not a fan of of bottles unless it was a ridiculously long session on on the swim for the run if it's hot absolutely take a bottle with you it's best to ha- even if you don't take a drink with you even if you don't need it, it's best to have a need and not it's best to have it and not need it than need it and not have it um even yeah and it's most runs under an hour i don't take a bottle with but i and it's not because i you know for any any reason it's i just know i can quite comfortably do it without it um but having said that i do know where all the water bubblers are so if needed i can take a hit off one of them but it's um, I I wouldn't wouldn't dare restrict myself from from drinking from um, biking and running. Um, you you try and do a hard session on a bike, even if it's only forty minutes at hard intervals. You, you you need that fluid. You need that drink, and it's going to help you uh, recover because you you know you're not fully depleted by the end of it. Um, and then if it's a hard session for an hour, you you might want to be putting some something in that drink too, just to especially if you've got another session coming up. Um, but but yeah, I, I don't fully um, subscribe to that theory of anything under an hour. Don't don't drink except for the swimming. Um, and also, Gregory's second question is also: Do you have a minimum time or distance for biking uh, for the bike and in the pool that you think anything under that time or distance is a waste of time? And is there no point in no uh, easy for me to write? Easy for me to easy for me to say. Um, let me start again. Do do you have a minimum time or distance on the bike and the pool that you think anything under that time or distance is is a waste of time and there is no value in training? So, yes, there is, but that depends greatly on the athlete. I've had athletes um, that I coach where I said they've gone out for a 20-minute run. And I said, I've 
I don't think you've got a single thing out of that 20 minute run. I think you've just wasted your time if because they've just done an extra run. They've felt they've had a bit of time or whatever or they've time wasted and I said anything under 30 minutes um I I don't think I think I think you'd be better off doing something else. Um so I yeah um and then others athletes a 20 minute run's perfect for them. Um for the for the swimming um yeah, if you're doing Iron Man, I struggle. It, it, it depends on the athlete and where they're at, and um, if it, if if they're if they're doing Iron Man and they jump in the water for 600 meters, I I struggle to understand that unless they've done something within that 600 meters that's provided them value. And I'll give you an example going back a year or so ago i did 600 meters of swimming one one weekend um with my son it it held no real value except for we had a gopro and we filmed ourselves swimming and then all of a sudden that session became quite valuable because we were able to analyze the sessions each of us um without that that session was a complete waste of time for both of us but we knew we didn't have much time and we wanted to get the video in um but having said that um, for some athletes that are that are new starting, um, that 600 meters could be just perfect for them because they they're trying to focus on you know, especially if a swim coach has told them you've got to you know reach out yeah for that right arm you've got to bring that further further out and reach out further and then they now they've got 600 meters to focus on that, um, so that that's become valuable to to them. Um, you've got. Um, uh, so, some athletes. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll use myself. Talk about myself. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I, I. I don't like talking about myself, but just this once. Just this once. At the moment, I'm doing most of my swim sessions at four k's. It, it's been a pro progression, and everything's going all peachy. But my, my average swim session lately has been four k's, and. Um, if I get a chance to jump in the water before that, um, throughout throughout the week, um, an extra session, like I've got to pick my son up. There, there's two times in a month I'll do fifteen hundred meters, um, and that's purely because I'm just filling in time. Um, I don't know if I get a lot out of that fifteen hundred meters, uh, apart from splash, splashing about. Um, I wouldn't be jumping in the water if it was just a K. I most definitely wouldn't. I'd be just sitting there watching him swim. Um, but because it's fifteen hundred meters, it's you know I do some I can do some drills or you know do some you know whatever. But um, but for some athletes, that's just going to be you know more than enough to stimulate what they're trying to achieve. Um, for the bike. It depends what distance they're after. If they're doing a sprint distance, I'd say anything over twenty minutes, anything under twenty minutes, is a real waste of time. Unless um, the purpose of that bike ride is to recover from a run. I've, I've, I do this weekly to some athletes. They they finish their long run, they jump straight onto their bike and ride for twenty minutes, easy spin. They're getting no benefit for cycling, but what they're doing is helping recover, fast track that recovery for their. Um, uh, from that run so as they jump on that bike and then um you know start drinking um what's that thing called um oh, i should know this i bloody tell these athletes to do this um 
amino acid drink straight after or, or um, a high concentrated carb drink you know just get something in there spin them legs nice and easy um, but that's not doing the, that's not a standalone session for them um, that's just a pure recovery session so that you can't add that for but, but for the bike if it's a sprint distance anything under 25 minutes I would struggle to think they're getting any benefit out of it even 20 minute 25 minutes it's a struggle um half an hour i think it might be even still what benefits is the athlete getting probably 40 minutes that would start getting benefits even at sprint distance maybe 40 minutes um for ironman athletes um anything under an hour you'd almost be putting that down as a recovery session or a session that's going to lead into something so um a 30 minute bike ride easy spin before they go on a on their on a run that's different but yeah i'm not answering your questions i'm just gibbering because i haven't you know i'm just coming up with a whole lot of different scenarios um and i'm sure once i hit you know hit stop on the pod here i'm going to come up with a 38 different scenarios i could have said but um it just depends on what um where the athlete is now what the athlete's goal is what their available training hours are um but sometimes if they've got 20 minutes instead of going for a bike ride um and just all they're doing is warming up is maybe that athlete's probably better off doing a strength session, um, some core stability work or, or something else. Um, but talking about warm-up, a bit of a side note, I remember um, I'm a big fan of Alan Cousins, um, you know, pretty pretty well-known triathlon coach. He wrote, and this is going back a year or so ago, he wrote um, on Twitter words the effect of uh warm-ups are under undervalued or underrated cooldowns are overrated um or a lot of cooldowns are overrated and not you know three four days later i'm strolling through through twitter and i see this coach i've never seen before as one of those you may you know be interested in whatever suggestion and he wrote, you do not need to do cooldowns in a workout. And he had all these people clicking like and I. And I'm, th- and I'm thinking, because hey, I instantly thought, what bullcrap's this? And, and I thought, he's just taken what Alan Cousins did and to an extreme level. He completely taken what Alan Cousins wrote out of, out of context. And so I'm clicking on and he's doubling down on this. And I'd... I'd hadn't heard of this coach before but he's had a had a bit of a bit of a following but he's just completely ripped it off and i was thinking absolutely they're important they're they're not you know that we can get over over the top doing big cool downs um but you try doing you get jump on your bike and do 20 minutes at threshold and jump off your bike and just go well that's me done and, and go sit down on the lounge and and stand up in 10 minutes time and wish you didn't do a cool down it's it's the most stupidest thing try doing you know um 11 11 times 30 seconds hard 15 seconds easy followed by three times three minutes vo2 um three minutes easy and tell me and then jump off your bike and 
just sit down and or just get along get on with your day you need that cool down from that it's bloody ridiculous and tell me you can't do a two hour or 20 mile run and you, you walk through your door and just sit down and do nothing no easy jogging towards the end no walking or anything towards the end just sit down yeah i'm all done tell me how you feel when you stand up you know maybe i should have moved around a little for 10 20 minutes after that long one so yeah it's i'm i'm a bit of a ranting at the moment i do apologize but um i just found all that funny but anyway if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooroo